Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 117. Wow. Every time I say numbers are high, it kind of makes me realize and the journey that we've been on with this podcast and how blessed I feel with this. So I just want to start by saying thank you. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for all the feedback I get. Thank you to my co-hosts. Thank you to all the guests that we've had and, you know, my guides, Sidra, who kind of guided me to push and push me to start this podcast. I'm feeling super grateful. And um, I mentioned in in the podcast, actually the last two podcasts, how my, my life is changing and how I have left a, a high-paying corporate role to really focus on this healing journey. And yeah, I this podcast really does kind of fill me with love and yeah, I just I feel blessed because I know I'm doing what I'm meant to do. So firstly and foremost, thank you. And uh, so this week's topic um, is all around um, experiencing the things that you go through when you're going through a spiritual awakening. So the topic is actually signs of a spiritual awakening. And, and I guess before we get into the topic, I do feel like a lot of people right now are going through something. There's a lot of change happening and there's a lot of change happening inside us. And it feels like a, the whole planet is going through all at the same time. And some people are choosing to heal and kind of take it as signs to kind of go inward and realize that they're being awakened in some kind of way. Others don't know what to do with it. And maybe they're outwardly getting angry and getting annoyed. Yeah. Hence all the wars and everything that's on the planet. On the planet, there's a lot happening. So, I guess just to start with, just handle everybody with kindness because everybody's going through so much. And the, um, I guess just as a reminder, me and Stace have a monthly Zoom call um, where we do kind of connect with the energy and the vibration that's happening on the planet. We open the group Akashi Records. It really is an opportunity to see what me and Stace do in a different sort of way and. We love doing it. It's um, it's our way of giving back. It's a ninety-minute session. It's free. You, it's on Zoom. You can choose to be on video. You can choose not to be on on screen. We don't record it. The only part that we record is the caching message, and any activation that we go with it. So it is a safe space. But yeah, come and join us. The next one's on the fifteenth of Feb at five p.m. Eastern, ten p.m. UK, two p.m. Pacific. I'll include the link in the show notes. Would love for you to to come and join us. Um, how do you feel about the Zoom call, Stace? I love doing the Zoom call. I love seeing who um, shows up for it, and opening the Akashic records is a blessing. Beautiful, beautiful, and I'm excited about this topic. I mean, I love talking about spiritual awakening, and you know, I, you know, different people have different views, different. For me, spiritual awakening isn't isn't really a one time thing. I mean, I think we we go through rebirths, we go through levels of awakening, we go through massive massive changes that kind of accelerate our awakening. Um, but for me, I'm the spiritual awakening journey for me is a lifelong thing. I'm I'm I am always excited to get insights. I I feel like I'm a student for life, so I feel like I'm going to be going through more and more things and. But it's part of my human experience. I'm a soul having that human experience. But sometimes we go through spikes. So, and sometimes we go through 
like I said, rebirths. And, you know, we kind of, I guess the question is, if you if you feel like you're experiencing a spiritual awakening, an accelerated part of your journey, then what does that feel like? And like I described earlier, I really feel like so many of us are going through it, which is why, you know, the mentorship program and the work that we're doing with the, with our, with the people that we work with is so, so beautiful. And, you know, what we do is we, we help people connect to their programming and really understand what's happening around them to connect with their gifts. Um, like I said, so many people are going through a spiritual awakening. What does that really feel like? Um, there's so much, right? It's that, it's a sense of something's changing. The things that you used to connect with don't you don't connect with anymore. You, you know, you have a heightened awareness. You know things are different. You can feel something changing coming around you. The way you talk to people and the way you connect to them is different. The things and the people that used to excite you don't excite you anymore. You don't feel that connection. You want to try and do different. For me, at times, it's always felt like I don't really belong on this planet. Um and I, I feel that's correct for a lot of us because maybe we don't. You know, if we're meant to do something that's never been done before, then maybe we're not meant to feel like we're connected to the Prince Planet. Maybe we're not meant to lead a program life. Um, but, you know, when you go in that awakening, when you kind of get through, it is it is about finding that inner peace, feeling that connection to your guides, you know, your gifts, truly connecting with who you are. But there's a journey to get there. And that journey to get there, a lot of the time, does involve disruption. It does involve pain of some some kind. It does involve, you know, that feeling of, of really shedding all parts of you, the things that you really built up and you just made you who you are today. Part of that awakening is letting go of that version of you, allowing the new new version of you to be born, to truly connect with who we are and, you know, to tr truly embrace this version of ourselves. And it's like when you're going through awakening, sometimes it does feel like a mourning period because you are mourning your old self. You're letting your old self go to really allow this new version of you to awaken. And there's so much more to this, and we'll continue talking about it. Before I continue talking, I'd love to get uh, my co-host involved and, you know, Stace as well, as we kind of step through this. And sometimes I get so excited about, the topic i forget to introduce ourselves so i'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and before i do that actually i'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and then talk about the topic i'll do a quick intro for me for a change hi everybody i'm nims i'm an akashic record reader akashic trainer podcast host podcast creator and a spiritual coach and mentor and like i said the, the energy that we're in right now is so beautiful because so many people are being awakened and i love the work i get to do where i guide people to shine the light I feel so super, super blessed. And the reason I went first is because I want Stacey to introduce herself and then talk about the topic. So introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. Hi, friends. I'm Stacey and I'm an intuitive. I do um, Akashic record readings and intuitive readings for people from around the world. I'm also a spiritual coach and mentor, and I love being a part of this podcast and I have to say that I don't feel that a spiritual awakening happens just once. I believe that we awaken in layers. And I remember 
years ago, sitting in my bed one day and hearing and feeling and sensing that I was meant for more. And I didn't understand what it meant, but I embarked on a journey of exploring what was going on with me. And as I did that, I realized that was a layer of my spiritual awakening. I was in a greater state of awareness and really feeling like something in me had changed and what once fit didn't fit anymore. And I would say in life, we can get really comfortable with life like a favorite pair of shoes. But at some point you wake up and the shoes don't fit anymore. And what do you do when you're trying to cram your foot into a shoe that used to fit and it doesn't? And I really felt like my life didn't fit. And I've been thinking about that person that's listening to this podcast who is currently churning, not quite sure what's going on. Um, and where you start. And some of the things that I researched in preparation for this were some signs of a spiritual awakening. And I'm just going to give you a couple of them, but an increased sense of awareness and consciousness. I would say that was what was happening to me was I was becoming more aware of my intuitive sense and not understanding exactly what that meant, but knowing that something felt different. Um, you can also be feeling a deep connection to nature or the universe. Maybe you feel like you're meant for something more, like something bigger is calling you. A heightened sense of intuition and synchronicities. I remember going through a phase of seeing a lot of repeat numbers. And I feel like whenever I start to see repeat numbers like that in some sort of pattern, it's a sign for me to pay attention. Emotional ups and downs. I have had moments of being scared shitless in this process. And I've had moments of clarity and peace and joy. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. Um, and then feeling a sense of purpose or calling. Like I said, I had this feeling that I was meant for more. And it's interesting because when I have had that sensation and I've surrendered and said, okay, I'm open to whatever this is, show me what you want me to see. Like that person that was meant to come into my life comes into my life or that thing that I needed to do comes to fruition and happens. And it's like, I think of the listener who's going through this and I want to say, you're not crazy. This is a spiritual awakening and everybody's awakening looks different. Everybody's awakening looks different. The only thing I can tell you that I know for sure is I couldn't get through it alone. And it's interesting because right now I feel like I'm in a phase of another awakening. And Nims, as you know, I've been through like a lot in the last few years. Definitely. Right. And it's been like, 
I'm peeling away another layer at such a rapid pace that sometimes it feels hard to keep up with it. And that's where I really have to lean into community. So if you're going through an awakening, you don't have to go through it alone. I don't believe we're meant to. I believe we face darkness and it feels very alone, right? But when we are coming into the light, when we are awakening, I feel like we're meant to do that with community. Very true, very true. And, you know, when I think about an awakening and, you know, we're a soul having human experience, which means that we have to go through that awakening, right? But I do actually believe the universe wants us to go through that awakening, this phase, whatever it looks like, with ease and grace if possible. So when you talk about community, I couldn't agree more. It's that, it, it's that finding finding people to to guide you and it's that knowing that the universe will send people to you if you're open to it like anyone that works with us i really do feel like it's a soul contract you know they they it's meant to it's more of a heart-led decision than a head-led decision and you know if, if what i think about you know, actually one of one of the conversations we were having with one of our clients earlier today and she was you know we've just done a couple of things within the last couple of weeks you know one was kind of really awakening deep in dark parts of her and um she was like well hold on what would happen if i wasn't working with you guys and for me the, the universe sent us to her right we were meant to be working with her and that's what um you know as as guides and mentors i feel that we're we're really an expansion of your guides you know her guides of the, the conversations conversation we had and that's what i think when you're going through an awakening you have to be open to the universe sending you people to help. And I get it. It's like when you're going through an awakening, when you, it's like, if you think about 2023, so many of us went through so much intense upgrades, so many intense experiences. And when you're going through these experiences, you do feel alone. You know, you do feel that nobody really understands you. And, and honestly, maybe nobody does because what you're going through a unique experience but it doesn't mean that you can't find people who empathize with what you're going through, who can at least hold your space and allow you to share. And because um, a lot of the awakening period is also not understanding because you're going through something, and you don't really understand it. It's because you've not experienced it before as a human. You've experienced it as a soul, but not as a human. And, you know, it's like Stace talks about community if what I said earlier is true, that in some way we're all going through an awakening and people are just handling it differently, then maybe that community is all around if you're open to it. I mean, I think of, you know, March 2020 and, you know, when lockdown happened, you know, that's when that's when I found Clubhouse, right? That's when, you know, actually Stacey found it at a similar time. It's that, you know, at the time I needed that community. I needed somewhere to to share what I'm going through because all of a sudden I was at home on my own and, you know, actually, you know, at the time my nephew lived with me, but I wasn't allowed, I wasn't, I couldn't go anywhere and I felt stuck and the universe gave me Clubhouse, which is, which gave me a platform to share, to meet amazing people like Stace. You know, Clubhouse is not the same anymore. Sure, you could, you know, as, as listeners, you can definitely try Clubhouse. We talked about the Zoom call. That's another great place. Just be open to people 
communities showing up. And for me, the biggest part of awakening is also acceptance. Because we fight to hold on to the old versions of ourselves because partly we don't want to let go. Partly is because we're worried about what's going to be replaced with. And partly because we, familiarity, we don't like change. We like to stick to the familiar. Um, so my biggest re recommendation from an awakening perspective is to let go. And it's probably one of the scariest things to let go and take a leap of faith. And, um, but something on the other side can embrace you, can be beautiful. And um, arguably, you don't have a choice. I, 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 I smile at the universe sometimes and, and, and my guides because I really think any, any, any illusion of control I have is really that, just that an illusion. I feel like I can control this moment. But what's coming to me in the next coming weeks, months, I think the universe has more to do with than I do because I'm very open to magic happening in whatever way it's going to come. It doesn't mean I don't need to meet the universe halfway. So having a strong self-care routine, really kind of being honest with myself, journaling, all of that is what I can do in the moment, what I need to, what I can do in the immediate. But as long as I'm showing up, I really do feel the universe will show up. And that's what my recommendation would be is the more that you can allow the universe to show off, reduce your expectations, because a lot of the time, it is our expectations of how the universe should show up, how the universe should show up for us, you know, how people, friends, etc., should show up. I mean, if we can just be open to things happening the way they're meant to, then the easier it gets. But again, I get it because we want to control everything. We want to understand what's coming next. We want to, because there's a fear of change, right? Whereas if we can embrace the unknown, and the magic of what that looks like. But I also recognize that's a journey. So, um, you know, and, and I, it's uncomfortable for, uncomfortable for, for me to push what we do because I really believe that whoever's meant to work with us is a soul contract. But I do truly love what we do. And, and I would encourage you, if you are going through an awakening, the mentorship program we have is... It's really designed to guide people through awakening. It's really designed to help people to understand the programming, understand who they are, really kind of to work through all of that. And it, it honestly, it should come with a health warning because it really allows you and helps you to go deep on who you are to release the things you're holding on to. But it does bring stuff up because it's meant to. So if you if you feel like you're going through an awakening, you can do with some guidance and reach out. And honestly, if it's not us, and you know our voices don't resonate in that sort of way, ask the universe for whoever that may be. Because what a good guide and mentor does when you're going through an awakening, especially, is holds your space, is guides you. None of us need fixing. You're on your unique journey, but a good mentor will hold your space and guide you. Will bring up a mirror. Will teach you things that will help you to to understand what you have, what you're going through, we'll connect you with your gifts. So yeah, I, I love what we do. Um, how do you feel about going through an awakening, Stacey? I couldn't agree with you more. You've you've been through more change in, since I've known you um, since then, you know, some people go through in a lifetime, right? In terms of 
the number of times you've moved in terms of the number of times you had to reinvent yourself in business and you know, as you say in some ways you're going through another facet of that awakening now so how do you feel about the awakening and kind of your journey and where it's brought you and you know forcing people to go on a roller coaster when they when they become friends how does that feel Stace? You know, it's, um, it, I don't know how I would have gotten through it without community and without a mentor. And I've had multiple mentors in my life based off of this season that I'm in. And it's, it's ironic because so many of my struggles had to do with my like religious indoctrination and my first mentor was a pastor's wife. And she came into my life at exactly the time that I needed that support. And I look back on the times that I spent with her fondly, you know, meeting weekly and focusing on what for me became a deeper spiritual connection was exactly what I needed at exactly the right time. And it's so interesting now to be in this part of the journey where I help people in the way that people helped me and that I get to pass on the wisdom that I've gained from my experiences and I think that's the really powerful part of going through a spiritual awakening is that once you have the awareness of why you are the way you are, and you start to understand like the components that made you this person you are today in that space of awareness, you can then shift. And to me, in a spiritual awakening, it's equal parts surrender and commitment both because i think you have to surrender to what is happening that is unlike anything you've ever been through before right but you've also got to be willing to show up and for me the the biggest thing that i have learned is that god and the universe provide me with exactly what i need when i need it even if it's not what i thought it was supposed to be I think sometimes we can get caught up in what we thought was supposed to happen. You know, um, like one of the layers of my awakening was what happened with my son, right? That was another layer. And it was a, it was a heavy one and it took me to a really dark place. And my life since that moment looks nothing like it did before. I hid a lot of my gifts and abilities because I was afraid of judgment I was a huge people pleaser and I would say that I spent decades of my life in a space of like guilt and shame and like the cycle of that. And when I started to awaken, I started to really understand more about myself and not just why I am the way I am, but the fact that I have the power to change it that I can change the narrative. And so for me, this, this season now that I'm in is another layer of the awakening because now I'm 
you know, I live on my own. I have my youngest daughter with me 50% of the time. Like my physical life looks nothing like it did two years ago or three years ago. And so I'm redefining what this season is for me in a greater space of awareness than I've ever had before. So I feel like for the person who's just starting to go through it, the awareness first, right? The awareness of who you are then brings you a space to understand why you are the way you are and then provides you a space to, to shift it. And if you're feeling these feelings that feel different, then maybe it's time to do something you've never done before, right? If you're feeling like you're looking for deeper meaning or you're feeling more compassion and empathy for people, if you're feeling like you have moments of peace and then moments of chaos, maybe you're going through an awakening. And maybe in this phase of your awakening, you've got to do something you've never done in order to be something you've never been. Powerful, powerful words. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's really important. Um, you know, the first stage of what you talked about, awareness. Now, sometimes awareness should come with a health warning, right? Because part of the spiritual awakening, as you say, is becoming aware. And you know, awareness is like a Pandora's box. When you're aware of what's happening around you, inside you, um, there is a beauty to that. But it also means that you can't be ignorant anymore. It means that you become aware of what you're doing. And you know, I think inherently we all know when we're doing something that's right for us, not right for us, whatever, who decides what's right or wrong. But awareness gives you that ability to to get a deeper understanding of who you are. And I just I was thinking of a conversation I was having with a friend yesterday and just explained to him that we have to remember that we're unique. So when you're going through an away awakening and you come to that level of awareness, you can't judge people the same the same the same standards as you are because they may be in a different part of their awareness. They may not be they may be they may not be aware of what they're doing and you know, that may come later in the development. But part of that role of spiritual awakening is to show up, as Stacey was saying, is to show up in a way that to speak your truth, to be authentic, to process what you're going through because with that awareness, you start to understand who you are. And for so long, for so many for so many of us, when we feel uncomfortable, we push those, we push those feelings away, we push those feelings down. But I feel like we're in the period where we can't push it down anymore. That's what awakening is like. So you have to embrace those feelings, which means you have to embrace your darkness. We all have light and dark. And really becoming aware opens you opens you up to a different level of, of being. And, you know, I, I think about, again, the people that we mentor. And, you know, we're meant to bring deep things up in, in them. And I, and I know and I see people going through that level of difficulty because you're processing things that you were growing up as a child because you're ready to release them things that maybe even going through as a past life and you go through that and you start to understand who you are because so many people want to jump to somewhere you know what i want to get through this and then i'd be happy or you know what i just want a spiritual awaken so i can be connected to my gifts and use them but you can't necessarily fully awaken to your gifts without 
healing the past that you need to without connecting to the inner you and truly embrace all of you. You can't just take the light side of you and push the dark side of you away because you have to fall in love with all of you. And when you push your darkness away, you give your darkness power. So for me, awakening is also embracing all of you. And, you know, sure, first stage is is is, is that awareness. The second stage I always call acceptance. And the reason I call it acceptance is because once you become aware, the next sign is always, can't believe I was done that. Why, why couldn't I deal with this earlier? Why couldn't this have happened earlier? Whatever, it's just that. You become aware and then you really got to accept who you are in this present moment. And that acceptance is powerful because sometimes you become aware and that's enough for a little while. You can like, you're proud of yourself because you're aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. But honestly, awareness and alone without doing anything is eventually painful. So after awareness, you have to accept. And that's where the self-care routine comes in. Really, truly journaling and accepting who you are in this present world, falling in love with this present version of you, truly, you know, not judging yourself for things you've done in the past because you made the best choice you could in that time. So be kind to yourself. And, you know, from there, you, you know, awareness, acceptance, and then the next part is always love, fall in love with yourself. And then decide who you want to be. You know, nobody can tell you. We, you know, me and Stace as mentors and coaches, we can't tell you what to do. What, what, what? You're, you're a soul, have a unique, a unique experience. So therefore, we can guide you based on our experiences. We can guide you based on our intuitive ability. We can connect with your guides and maybe channel a message. But ultimately, you've got to decide what's best for you. And that's for me was if I had to put spiritual awakening in one, it's truly becoming your true authentic self. Because so many of us are programming, you know, you have religious programming, you have parental programming, the things that we grow up, you know, you, you go through school and how many times are you told no and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it's really spiritual awakening is, is removing those layers that you built up. But the thing is, some of those layers of, made you successful all those layers have made you who you are today and it's that you know you wouldn't be who you are today going through an awakening if you hadn't gone through all those things so handling the rebirth the, the awakening with kindness knowing that you've been on a journey everything you've experienced you're meant to experience remind yourself nothing is missing and as we said earlier be open to a community be open to the universe helping you with with what you need. I mean, Stacey, I always think of your story of um, when you went running and when you asked God about, you know, giving you the parents you deserve. I'd love for you to share that story. Yeah, I was preparing for a run and I just had a day where I was really ticked off at God. And I just kept asking, like, why did you fail me when it comes to parents? Like, I just, I don't have the parents that I want or need. And I got out on the road and I started running and I just heard God say, you're right. I, I didn't give you the parents that you needed. And then I saw all of these flashes of the people who had come into my life and acted in that parent role and supported me and that were there for me that I had overlooked because they didn't have the label of parent. And it made me realize that 
we get what we need. It might not look like what we want or what we thought or what we thought was supposed to be, but we always get what we need. We're always provide, our needs are always provided for. And that's so true, right? And maybe that's a great thing for our listeners to to really take time to do is, you know, our our soul picks our blood family to expand us. So, you know, if you've had parents, family who have frustrated you, have made you angry, who have, you know, abused you in some kind of way, you know, maybe you can understand that your soul picked your family to expand you in some kind of way. Our blood family are not always there to be loved, but they do they do know us at a deep level and they can expand us in, in a way that no one else can. But what if you took your time and just sat with it, maybe journaled about it and just asked, well, hold on, who has shown up in my life? Maybe as a parental figure, maybe as a divine brother, divine sister type role. But who has shown up in, in my life that maybe has played those family roles, but in a different sort of way? And maybe you might be surprised because, again, a lot of the time it's our expectations of what our family should look like, you know, what our loved one should look like, what our partner should look like, that actually stop us from appreciating how the universe is supported in us in different sort of ways. So Stace, I love that story that you shared. I do. I always kind of, yeah, it always just kind of reminds me um, to just really be open to the universe showing off. And um, so let me ask you, as you've been going through so much, so many awakenings in a short space of time, if we were to advise our listeners how to be open to to, to magic. What are the forms of magic should they be looking for apart from just the people that may show up? How else is the universe showing up for you? So um, I was really struggling with getting back into a workout routine. And I went to the gym the other day and I was really just not in a space to work out, but I knew I needed to like get out of the house and I need to reset my energy and at exactly the time that I was getting on the treadmill, I had a thought hit me to look up a certain podcast. And I ended up listening to this really beautiful podcast about whispers and how the universe sends us nudges or promptings or what have you, and, and they can come through as whispers. And it really put me in a space where when I left the gym, I hadn't had this like super intense workout, but I had followed through with my commitment to be there. And I had allowed myself some space to be introspective and it just made me feel very spiritually connected. And so I'm bringing this up because it was like right at the moment that I needed it. And so I would say it's not just with people, but with experiences and with um, like insight and stuff like that, the universe will provide it in multiple different ways, right? Like, we're having this conversation. And right as I said that, the sun here just got really, really bright into my window, right? And it's like validation that what I'm saying is truth, right? And that it's a powerful time. So I would say 
it's being aware of the people who come into your life, being aware of the experiences that are coming into your life and being okay with being uncomfortable in the newness of it. So like for me right now, I'm super uncomfortable. Like the old Stacy, I knew how to do what she did. I knew how to exist in the house that I lived in with the people that I lived in with a dynamic, but my spiritual awakening has involved my whole life being upended. Okay. And in layers over the last several years, I've been navigating through that, but it's still unknown. I live in a condo. I'm by myself half the time. I'm doing a completely different career path. I have written a book, like my life is very different and I'm still getting to know this version of me. So I would say to anybody who's going through it, give yourself grace, give yourself grace that it's okay to be afraid. You just can't let the fear stop you, right? You've got to navigate through what this unknown is going to be. And it might take you some time to get to know yourself before you can even understand your circumstances in it. Because an awakening can be a revamping from the ground up. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that for me is the best way of describing what an awakening is. It is a rebirth, right? It is, you know, if you, if you compare yourself to how you were a year ago, two years ago, consider how much you've changed. Consider how much... Because 2023 really did change us, right? There was a lot of, there was a lot of karmic closures. There's a lot of things finishing. Um, a lot of people, friend circle getting smaller. So really think about, because how often do we go back and, and compare ourselves to from a couple of years ago? Sometimes we wear roast into glasses, right? You know, we kind of remember things before COVID and how good things would be and all that, you know, Sometimes we like we like remembering the past with that fondness, and sure, there's some good things. But what could you embrace about this version of you? Compare yourself to yourself from a year ago, two years ago, and what have you experienced? How have you grown? And remind yourself you got through it, because that's the other thing we do when we're going through a continuous awakening. And this is we always focus on what's coming next. We never take we never take time to truly just embrace and say, "Well, hold on a second. What have I achieved? What did I go through? You know what? Sometimes you've got to look in the mirror and pat yourself on the back and say, you know what? I did it. Be kind to yourself. Because you did. And I think about the people that we mentor and, you know, I mean, they love us. They give us a lot of gratitude. And But sometimes I'm in awe of them because they're the ones that signed up to the program. They're the ones that decided and agreed to go deep on who they really are and you know we see their struggles and you know so i'm just in awe of humans and what we, we have to go through and how how much pain sometimes we and we choose to endure but we're a soul having that human experience so we can't stop anybody having pain but what we can do is set an example for people so that they know that you know the suffering you go through maybe is an optional, but pain, you know, it's that how long you sit in that pain is optional. How, how quickly you embrace this new version of you and truly accept 
that you're an amazing soul, that you chose to be here. Because sometimes the difficulty, the anxiety, and the struggles come from lack of acceptance. You know, we our soul chose this journey, and it means that whatever pain you've gone through, it is for a purpose. It is part of your soul's expansion. It is why you're here to expand. It's like accepting that, especially if you've been through some really painful experiences, can be the most difficult thing. And I get it. When I speak, sometimes people say, I make it sound easy. It's not meant to be easy. If you're here to do things that have never been done before, you're here, if you're here to do amazing things, I'm telling you you are, then it means that you need to go through things at a deep level because you're then meant to guide other people to maybe not feel the pain at such a deep level. So, you know, to all our listeners, if you're struggling, I would encourage you to spend time just accepting who you are. Be present in the moment. Yes, we've all got work to do. Yes, we've all got problems on our shoulders. Yes, we've all got things we need to get through. But it always starts with accepting who you are. And then build up on it. So Stace, as we start to close this episode out, and before I ask you for journal prompts, you know, if we have listeners that are feeling, listening to this episode and thinking, well, actually, you know what? These guys really don't understand what I'm going through because what I'm going through is, is so painful and, you know, so difficult. And so I feel so alone. You know, before we go to journal prompts, what would, you, what would your advice to them be? I mean, I've been there and I know what it's like to be in that dark space where you feel totally alone. And um, sometimes it can be really hard to reach out for, for help when you feel that way. I would say that everybody's experience is unique to them. So I would never want to say, um, you know, that I know exactly how you feel because I don't. I only know the pain that I've been through, but I can empathize um, with it because of, I guess, the magnitude of what I've been through. And I would say be open to maybe not isolating as much and trying to seek out opportunities for community. And maybe there's a specific thing that you're going through um, where you need support in that specific area. But when it comes to an awakening, I do feel like it can be very isolating. And having support going through that process, I feel is super important. Um, and then just to, to add on to that, um, if you're going to journal about this process, I would sit down and make a list of what you're feeling. If you can even do it, you might, you know, it might take you a little bit, right? Are you feeling lonely? Are you feeling isolated? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling a, a heightened sense of awareness? Are you feeling more empathic? Are you feeling like you're getting intuitive oppressions? Are you feeling you're getting signs? Make a list of those things that you're feeling. And then take a second look at it and see like, does this look, feel, and sound like an awakening? And then once you can identify that that is in fact what's going on, my question to you then is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Journal about like if fear wasn't an option, what would you do about what you're going through right now? And then find some support. So that would be what I would journal about. 
Nice. And I just, uh, I just, just came to me something Sidra used to say to me all the time. Um, phrase that she used all the time is this too shall pass. And the way that she would describe it is, by the way, if you haven't heard a podcast before, Sidra's my mentor, um, who's not wrong in this realm, who's now one of my guides. But this too shall pass means, you know, when if you feel energetically, things are going great and enjoy it, be present in the moment, because you know what, who knows, this might pass and you might move on to the next phase. But even if you're going through a difficult phase, know that it is a phase. And like I said earlier, you can choose how long you want to stay there. But if you think about it, is this too shall pass. And the example and the way that she's talking about it is just, you know, if you wear a band on your wrist, you can just flick that band or, you know, brace that, whatever, and just almost, it's called a pattern interrupt. You just flick it and just remind yourself, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And then that allows you to live, be present in the moment. If things are really going great, you appreciate it in this moment. If things are challenging, again, you know that this is a phase. And if you embrace this version of you, then whatever's coming next will come. Maybe that helps. Um, Say so any additional journal prompts that you, that you want to share before we close out this episode? No, I think the ones that we picked are good and a great place to start. And uh, reach out to us if you're going through an awakening. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, if you're going through an awakening and, and our voice resonates, uh, maybe you want to book a free discovery call to really find out what the mentorship program involves, how we can support you. We love doing what we do and we would love for you to reach out. Or join us on the Zoom call. You get to experience this free. It's a really healing space. We'll always put protective energy around it. As a reminder, it's on February the 15th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. UK for me, and 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, it's You can choose to be on screen. You don't have to be on screen if it makes you uncomfortable. We only record the, the download messages that we put through. So when me and Stacey are speaking, we will open the cashier records or channel message. Those are really the only things we record because we want to create a safe space. And like we said, if you're going through awakening, if you feel like it, you feel a change happening inside you, spend time falling in love with you. Spend time doing things that you really enjoy doing. Be kind to yourself. Look for the people around you that are there to support you and let go of the things that are not serving you. We love you very much. I love this space. I feel very, very honored and blessed. So I'm sending you all so much love and light. And I'm going to hand over to the amazing Stacey to close that. Stacey, over to you. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, love doing these episodes. And we'll be back next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now.